guys. This is uh, Waterbound. All right, episode 12, I believe. We 12? Dozen. 12? We got a, a dozen in the bag now. That's right. Uh, this is Ted. And Link Stallings. And, uh, yeah, we're, so we're, we're, at, we're at a dozen. And, uh, yeah, going strong, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds really convincing. Tim. Yeah, yeah, that was. So, uh, yeah, man. So again, just continuing on waterbound, doing a podcast here about uh, whitewater paddling, mostly. Um, yeah, we 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 warned you we were going to get into some other stuff, but that's never happened. Yeah, we'll just have to run out of paddling things uh, eventually, but. But we'll get there at some point. So uh, again, uh, you know, we're we're uh, we're glad some folks are listening, and uh, I guess we'll keep on trucking and see how it goes. Apparently, so. it's it's uh, great uh, listening as you're gardening. Yeah, we've got three listeners, I think. So yeah, thanks. Had someone tell me, man, it's great. I love to listen to it when I'm watering the plants. Wow! All oh, right, awesome. Hope it helps those those uh, bad boys grow big and strong. Hope so. Well, uh, so, you know, I guess we'll start out with our usual trip reports, and it is summertime. Things are... Summer, you know, summer, summertime. Things are, you know, there's some water that's up high, there's some stuff that's low, but um, weather's pretty good, so you yeah. know, we're out paddling. I mean, yeah. You know, what else would you like to be doing? Would you rather be doing whenever it's raining? I'd say, let's go boating. I'm with you. As long as it's not lightning, I'm good to go. So. I mean, you know, when you're rafting, you're in a sort of a rubber container. Does that, uh, what do you do? What do you do when it starts lightning? Just so we're getting off topic already. <laughs> like, I mean, you're yeah. out in a thunderstorm, you got a group in the raft. Yeah. Uh, you stay on the water. What, what do we do commercially? Yeah. Uh, we just stay on the water for the most part. Yeah, unless it gets like really bad, like, you know lightning storm type of stuff or sleet you know rain or hail stuff like that then you know i mean uh, we uh, if it got bad enough you know we would go up go up in the woods not too far from the river you know just kind of up on shore and kind of disperse spread out so you're not all in one spot and then like uh you know they say uh try to insulate yourself from the ground so you know uh pft makes a great sit on something yeah like P- take okay. your pft off and kind of crouch or at the kind of crouch down on it yeah, yeah. so crouching but, tigers but we we've i've been a couple couple hail storms out on the river you know late late in the afternoon big thunderstorm rolled up and we we actually used the the rafts as shelters. So, what about if you're just out by yourself? Because I've definitely been out where it's been. I usually a, keep rolling. You know, I mean, you know, a the, to- in a toad strangler. <laughs> Rio. Well, hey. you know who that is. That's the, uh, Rio and Ida back getting, there. Getting Mouthy, Mouthy McMalderson. Uh, no, I, you know, I just keep rolling because. Uh, you know, down down in a, a fairly even a fairly deep river gorge. I mean, the 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 likelihood of lightning hitting the bottom before it hits the top is, I think I think is uh, significantly less. Yeah. 
So that's what I've heard, but I just didn't know what. You yeah. Know, if there's, if that's just what people tell, if that's what like God say to make us feel better. No, <laughs> I mean, I mean, they, they, you know, <laughs> lightning has, is is usually going to hit, you know, the highest object around in the area. Hey, Rio. And that's uh, that's going to be uh, you know that's going to be like a mountain mountain top with trees and um, but you know uh, uh, ravines and gullies can channel lightning strikes from like the top of a mountain all the way down the mountain and mm-hmm. and all the way to the very bottom to where the river is so you know they say don't don't get in a gully don't you know you don't want to be in the lowest spot necessarily in that type of situation yeah. Because it can uh, channel, you know, and that's where water is also, um, usually in those gullies in a thunderstorm. So, well, we've had rain, you know, here in our area, kind of, kind of all week. But the truth is, like, I've made a bunch of trips over the weekend, and it, it looked rainy, but it really had mostly good. I mean, not maybe not like sunny days, definitely not sunny days, but like. You know, it looked like a rainy day, but it didn't really rain on us much. You know, yeah, I mean, trip, so it's been okay. It was it was uh, an accumulation. I mean, granted, what it could have done, what it was supposed to do in some places. Yeah. Um, you know, we we got six inches of rain at Chattooga last weekend. So, um, you know, other places got way less. Um, you know, way way less than they were forecasted to receive, but. Uh, uh, the Wilson Creek drainage of, uh, you know, up in North Carolina between, um, um, between, uh, up near Blowing Rock, North Carolina and, you know, on the other side of, uh, um, oh, the, the big gorge. Why am I spacing over it right now? Anyway, uh, you know, up in the high country, North Carolina, they got like, I think, I want to say 12 inches. Yeah. Right? And they, I don't know that they were forecasted to get that. I'm not positive. So, but you ended up up there, right? So maybe start with that as your. Yeah, your I trip. mean, uh, so I I um, had to pick up a boat, and I decided to go see a see a buddy of mine up in Blowing Rock, and um, I, I hadn't realized how high Wilson Creek got last weekend. It got uh, twenty eight thousand. CFS, which is I I don't even know what that registers in, in, in feet or inches uh, to those guys, but yeah, it blew out. Um, it um, it flooded the roads, lots of uh, lots of damage uh, to you know homes and stuff down in the uh, down in the the gorge there, uh, upstream and downstream. Uh, the roads were beat up and shut down for a while for most of the weekend. Um, but, uh, I was coming back from there yesterday and the road to up into Wilson Creek happened to be open. So I went up and it was running right around 2000 CFS or 12 inches on the uh, visual gauge. And, um, somewhere around there, uh, as far as CFS goes, I, I forget what it was exactly, but, uh, Happened to get on it for my second time. I got on really low water last fall, um, and our S one, S one down it, and had a good time. But you know, I was like, man, I'd like to see this with a little bit of water in it, and I got to see that yesterday. <laughs> so, um, 
paddled with a uh, nice fella, local fella, uh, pretty pretty new to kayaking, but that was his, that's his home run, and he paddled it a bunch, um, and he kind of you know just showed me a couple of lines and. You know, um, I kind of made some of my own up, and and kind of the uh, the rapids that that aren't really named or whatever. But uh, yeah, it was really, really, uh, really fun and busy and and uh, pushy and some really stout um, rapids out there at twelve inches. So yeah, it was that was a really good flow. What boat were you in? I was in that uh, the Thundercloud. And uh, like nine feet, nine, nine and, and a half feet. foot long, yeah. yeah. So, you know, a little bit more boat would have been just as fun, but uh, um, yeah, it was there was a couple times there where I was like, yeah, maybe uh, <laughs> this isn't enough. Um, ten ran 10 foot falls backwards, but shot right straight through the uh, little hole at the bottom. It's 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 pretty good to go, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a slide, you know, um, and uh, yeah, it was just really busy and fun, and you know, starting to starting to figure it out more. I just never got to run it back when uh, I was, you know, paddling a hard boat pretty pretty heavily. So um, just because other other stuff was running, and just never made it over there. And then for for a long time, um, you know, I wasn't gonna go to Wilson at low water when other stuff was running. Yeah. Okay, so. And there are multiple sort of sections. Of sort the, of. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's an upper that's really chill, um, and then the gorge, yeah, and the gorge is like, what, two and a half miles long, uh, somewhere around there. And then it, where most people, I guess, hike out of the gorge, um, there's uh like yeah, a couple more rapids downstream of that, like class three ish, um, and then uh, the bridge, and then I guess that's the Johns River it flows into. I forget which which one, but uh, and then that's all. Yeah, it kind of runs right out of the mountains and into farmland. So and is that that's rapids. what like an hour east of Asheville, kind of? It's yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's some about, Asheville it's, people. It's go about there. an hour east. Um, okay. Yeah, you drop down off the mountain and between Marion and Morganton, go up in uh, up into uh, uh, right near Linville Gorge, uh, kind of east east side of Linville Gorge is the uh, Wilson Creek Gorge. Cool area, really, really. You know, spent a good bit of time up in the area, and um, there's there's a lot of really awesome uh, creeks up there. Uh, with North Harper and and um, um, Greg Prong and a bunch of other stuff, some some pretty pretty stout stuff up there, um, and uh, yeah, they got a ton of rain. Uh, Watago, you know, I had hoped to get on it. It was running. It got up to around twelve thousand cfs, which is, I mean, it's big, but. Yeah, not not as big as twenty eight thousand in the no, Wilson sounds, Creek Gorge. That sounds. Watauga's on the crazy. opposite side of that whole ridge, so it it was kind of sheltered from the majority of that rain they got. So, but it, it's a, it's a good run. Um, really, really fun. Pretty stout run. Cool. So. 
Well, and you had you've had some commercial trips this week on Chattooga, and then, yeah, then you yeah. did some been been been, trip. been 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 good, man. I mean, it's been a good couple of weeks since I got back from Worlds. Um, yeah, been been uh, had had good trips. You know, great great uh, customers and and uh, just lots of fun. Had fluctuating water, you know, um, last. So last week we were at like we got to our lowest water level we've had this year and it got down to like one four five, one point four five feet, and then it came up to what was it at? It was it was like uh oh yeah, last week it shot up. We we put in at one seven five and it shot up to two one or two close to actually no, it was two three by the time we finished the five falls uh, on that trip, which that was a big change. You know, we were like, "Whoa!" Um, and then right after that, the day after that, I think we had um, it came up to uh, trying to think, came up to like held right around there two feet or so, and then it came up to. Um, then it came up to two. I did a did a trip. And it came up to two six, and then the day a late day later, I I ran section four, and it was two eight. So we had to do a high water takeout at uh, Camp Creek and hike the Trail of Tears out of there. But it was big. It was big <laughs> water. I was R one in the Thundercloud, and yeah, or no, sorry, I was in the Fat Cat because I was R one safety that day, and man, it was it was big fun. So yeah, two, two eight, and maybe a little bit more than two eight, and ran the middle tongue line at Bull Sluice, really big drop into a big hole, and that fat cat just like just floated over it, man. It just I was just like, man, everybody looked at me like, well, that was just too easy, you know, and I was like, I don't know, but uh, yeah, I mean, Woodall and Seven Foot Falls are huge, Raven Shoots huge, uh, it's a it's a, it's an awesome trip. Cool. memorable so yeah and then i took a guy uh, who just bought a raft and he wanted to get wants to get a little more comfortable in it taking his girlfriend the two of them on some uh, some easier stretches of river uh class two and three like the nanahala tucka cg and you know he's hoping by the end of the summer to be able to paddle it down uh the okoe so the middle section of the Okoe. Yeah. You know, and I'm yeah. like, that's that's an attainable goal, I think, you know, as long as you're getting out there and getting yeah. after it on the easier stretches, you know. on, on Had the, he paddled, uh, like, anything else before that? Like yeah, he, he paddled, he paddled uh, not a lot because he just moved out here from Texas. Um, and I've been running a lot of Texans lately hmm. coming out this way. So, you know, he's like, man, I absolutely – Love this place. He's like, because I lived in Houston. I was like, I feel for you. <laughs> um, but, no, he, he paddled a little bit with uh, some friends, you know, on the Nantahala and the Okoe, um, you know, and just really digs it um, and wants, wants to be more comfortable. So we're going we're gonna, to, you know, he's going to paddle with me on a couple different rivers and just kind of showing him some tricks and, 
some paddling technique and, and uh, you know, also sort of guiding technique for taking he and his girl down the river because someone's got to, someone has to guide that boat. Sure. Um, and he says she's really into it. And they, they had tried to uh, wreck kayaks out. Yeah. And just, um, you know, they were like, this is cool, but, you know, we want to be able to paddle together. So, like, heck yeah. Perfect. Nice. So he got his eyes open at Bull Sluice when we dropped in there at two six. How they do? <laughs> yeah, he did good. It was just him. Okay. Uh, and and he bought a fat cat. Yeah. So he was, you know. Did he R one it through there? No, no. I you y'all went through. We S two it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, cool. Yeah. So we we paddled his fat cat and I, you know, kind of showed him a few things as far as uh, rigging up, you know, uh, perimeter lines and. You know, uh, rigging up the box and uh, using using the deer rings and and all that kind of stuff. So and and how I carry them, you know. So. Yeah, nice, nice fella. All right. Well, yeah, we've had I've had a pretty good run here with some time off. So I guess what is today Wednesday? Uh, I've I've been somewhere like three three days in a row, four days in a row. I think I've at least gotten on the water. Every day, a little bit, but um, but Sunday, uh, you know, the the OC one experience <laughs> continues. Yeah, the, uh, experiment, I should say, and experience. But uh, but oh, yeah, man, I'm, on now. I'm hooked it's now. More than more than I'm a, hooked. More than a, an experiment. Yeah, I think it is now. I'm kind of hooked. So I'm enjoying. You're in. It. I'm enjoying it. I mean, you bought your son one. And... Yeah, we bought him an old <laughs> uh, Mohawk Viper. And uh, it's a nice boat, dude. It's, it's in it's great a, shape. Yeah, it's a great shape. And we did some. We took the uh, the old uh, lap belt out, and uh, and I just I ordered some mini cell foam, and just looked at my boat and basically built one. You know, built a foam bulkhead in his boat. And, yeah, uh, this bang up job. Man. It turned out pretty good, and and. Uh, you know, it looks pretty good. And then we got some bigger airbags. The ones we had were, uh, I mean, they leaked anyway, but uh, they were they were probably a little short because we wanted to fill up, you know, every bit of it, kind of like a modern, yeah, you know, OC one boat. Yeah, and uh, and it worked out. So it's pretty slick now. Could have uh, stuffed a bunch of pool toys up in there. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> Um, Maybe have a little unicorn popping out one in, a little uh, rubber ducky. I'm going to do that in mine. A little rubber ducky poking out. Because I have learned, like, if I'm going to be paddling an open boat, that I've got to take my uh, crazy game to the next level. (laughs) 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 But uh, but anyway, we took so yeah. So because you paddle crazy people, yes. (laughs) These open boaters, it's a different breed. So uh, I like it. I like it. But the. so we went down Nanahala. So it's my son. You know, he's this is the first trip he's he took it out in with the foam uh, bulkhead, and uh, he had taken it out I guess three times previously. Uh, we went down the Tuck a couple of times, and he went down the Hiawassee, and that's sort of my. You know, we're gonna. That's actually one of the topics I guess we're gonna cover tonight is. Sort of introducing people to paddling or beginners and or kids and and anyway, it's such sort of, a good segue. Yeah, well, this is sort of my method and it ties in, but uh, not that I you have a method. I have a method, even this though I don't know what I'm doing. 
The method I is... I like it. You, that, you, that everyone needs a method. My method is that for myself... It's like a tethered. Yes. Okay. <laughs> is I'm very slow to move you know, up to each river or whatever. Just, There's nothing you know. wrong with that, man. Yeah, so, so that's what I'm talking about. So that's why I like starting out like at the tuck and then, you know, work up, you know, maybe go hit the Hiawassee, feel good there, Nantahala, or, you know, you could hit the Cartier or something in between. Um, so that's, so anyway, that's what we did. He, uh, so this was the big weekend and we had the foam in there and I wanted the foam in there and more airbags before we went down Nantahala in case he flipped, you know, cause yeah. I wanted that thing to float. So he did it. Uh, it was me and my buddy Ray and Chuck and we were all in canoes Sweet. and we all swam except for Huck. My son. It was perfect. Yeah. It was a perfect trip. So yeah, uh, perfect. He perfect. ran the falls, you know, like a. My buddy made a few laps around there once he was in the water. Hit uh, me. <laughs> Hit. Uh, so anyway, after that, uh, you know, we were excited, uh, and he's he's hooked on it, so that's good. Nice. Um, you got a sweet new helmet, too. That's right. And we're going to talk a little bit about those sort of things here in a minute when we get into the, the uh, you know, how to, how to get people interested, I guess, or... Um, so some other trips, I guess, this week, uh, just, you know, we talked last week about those, that, that sort of section of the Hiawassee uh, over behind, Hiawassee. like from between Hayesville and Murphy, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And went back over there this week to try to do the little short section called Paradise with 1500 CFS that was, you know, cranking out of Mission Dam. And... We thought it was going to be all exciting, and well, cranking out Chattoog Dam, missing probably not getting that. Yeah, but, but there was a lot of water. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they they anytime high water the Chatt- Lake Chattoog Dam is is cranking, uh, Mission Dam it, it's so small, such a small reservoir it can't hold that much, so it just spills over there. Yeah, but it was um, so we went back and and actually. All those cool features that are fun to play on at lower water, uh, lower flow, a lot of it was covered up. You know, a lot of it was just underwater. So it, yeah. made, it made for some boily, splashy waves, but it really wasn't as much fun. So anyway, we'll, now we know. So if we go back, we'll go yeah. We'll go at lower flow, and it's kind yeah. of a little more fun, a few more features. Just a little, you know, it's just a close place. I don't really recommend it, like, highly for, you know, it, you know, but... For us, because it's nearby, you know, we can be there in 20 minutes and be on the water. So yeah. it's, it's something to do. Yeah, um, totally. Other than that, I mean, you know, made a. I guess we took the kids down the Tacoa uh, last night. Uh, you know, evening like didn't put on until about six o'clock in the, in the in at nighttime. Well, <laughs> six p.m. Still daylight, but uh, yeah. I tell you what, when we took out, it was getting dark. <laughs> Uh, but we, we put in there, you know, and there's a, there's, that's in Blue Ridge, uh, the Tacoa, which, you know, is really the headwaters of the Ocoee. Um, but it's a nice little section. I don't know if we've talked about the Tacoa. No, we haven't. It's a, you know, I've run it. I've always wanted to go from Deep Hole down through the, I think it's Deep Hole. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that part um, that goes down through Swinging Bridge. Yeah, and, yeah. past the Swinging Bridge yeah. and all that. It's, uh, that part's, yeah, there's, so there's a canoe trail there, and you can look it up online. It's it's the Tacoa River Canoe Trail, I think, and uh, 
there's lots of access points. And then also a lot of times over the years, we've, uh, we've had our kids with us or something. We just have pulled up and knocked on people's doors, <laughs> which maybe not be recommended, but you know, usually they're, they're okay. Like let's put in there, you know? Um, but there's a lot of places you can put in and there's the official place like Sandy bottoms, uh, which is, I guess maybe it's in a national forest or something over there, some kind of, you know, dirt road. It was Forest Service Road. Isn't that there. the takeout for the that that other that stretch I just talked about? Yeah, it can right. be. And and then you can so the yeah, Deep Hole Campground, the Sandy Bottoms, and and I can't remember, but it that's a pretty long uh, little trek there. Um, it does a horseshoe out, and there's a decent rapid right at Swinging Bridge, um, which is a little hiking area. Anyway, that we. I've done that before, but um, there's a lot of slack water in there. And uh, what we did last night was... Ted, don't paddle no slack water. I, well, I do. I paddle <laughs> a lot of it, but I'd rather not. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we just put in at Sandy Bottoms, and my buddy Ray lives near Blue Ridge, so he had some hookup where, he, where, where we were taking out somebody's property. So... Anyway, nice. we, uh, we we ran that section, which there's a lot of good, like, class two uh, stuff through there. And it was flowing at, like, 700 or so CFS. Still which, running off of, uh, and it's rain-fed up top there. Yeah, so. and it runs to the Lake Blue Ridge. Until you get to the lake, yeah. And uh, in the summer, it's usually pretty low. Like, it... it, it Tube and run. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of people tube it. But in the spring, it's a good introductory kind of whitewater little stretch there i don't think there's anything wrong with it um so yeah we had a we, and man you there was that last rapid down there aska yeah 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 and uh uh so it was fun the kids we we made them portage around that and we ran it and, and we were in like ray and i were in canoes and i almost flipped right there <laughs> twice but but didn't so but anyway um so on that note like you know we've had several trips lately where we've taken the kids and you know trying to get my son has a uh, he's 14 he has a uh, uh he had he's 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 done a lot of time like in duckies he's he's paddled uh he's had a couple of like canoe you know we talked last week about instruction he's had a couple of these like long weekend clinics with with like one with Georgia Canoe that was four kids and uh, it was great and one time yeah. with uh, the TBC C paddle school and again they had a group of kids and and at that time he was paddling a little kayak and uh, doesn't quite have a combat role but can 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 roll in a pool and but a pretty good little uh, paddler and then over the last couple of years since we've had these small rafts you know he's been guiding. I mean, after like one or two trips down in Anahela, and now he's like, he's a good little raft guide on Anahela. So yeah. he takes his buddies awesome. and and loves that. Like really, I think they have the most fun doing that. Like he can take a buddy or two. Yeah. They take water guns. They you know yeah. they just kind of bounce down the river. But when it comes time, there's a, that you know, social little, aspect. Yeah, to that. yeah. So they have a. That, I think you know there's no stress. They're they're just having a good time and. They uh, when it get when they get down to the falls, he kind of is kind of game time, and he he's serious at that point. And uh, but the rest of the river, they kind of bounce down, have a good time. Nice. 
So I, I think that's great. Um, yeah. So, but, you know, with the canoe stuff, he got interested in that because I had one. He got in that. And so, yeah, we bought him this canoe we were talking about. And so, so having said all that, um, and this doesn't, this so is sort of leads us to our topic. Yeah, so which, we're going to talk sort of about how to, how to introduce uh, beginners and, you know, and or kids to paddling. Yeah, and um, and I guess just you know you've seen a lot of it because you get a lot of folks that come I guess on commercial trips that maybe have never even been on a river and then, yeah and we then, get we get we get tons and you know and I've guided I've guided ducky trips I've you know done the family the family ducky trips up in West Virginia and on you know on rivers around here on the on the uh, Nantahala and whatnot um, you know and everything from family rafting to you know, to hardcore advanced rafting, so and you know, rafting by myself and all that. So, you know, I, um, I, you know, just I think probably the one of the best ways to get kids interested, and that's that's really, you know, the way to go about it. Try to get them interested. See if they're interested by taking them on. A guided trip, yeah, absolutely. you know where where you're you're with a uh, you're with a pro, you know you're with a professional who that's what they do, and it's it's less headache in the long run for you as you know as a parent, you know when when someone's taking care of your kids, you can kind of do your own thing, and that's what I do whenever I get the family trip. I'm like, hey, you know, like. Let's, uh, you know, if, if it's like a big group, you know, we've got to split them up into boats like, hey, I'll take all the kids or, you know, and, and you know, all, all you parents go with, you know, go with that guy over there, you know, go with. Because it doesn't take link, doesn't take much for him to get on that level in a hurry. Not really. I mean, <laughs> I can too. Just I'm, like. I'm, a, I'm a kid, I, you know, and, and I. I mean, I, I still remember my first trip down the New River whenever I was, you know, when I was 10. Yeah. You know, and that, and it just struck me. It just, you know, it struck me to my core. So, you know, it just stuck with me. Um, and I remember how fun it was and how fun, you know, the guide made it. And, you know, it was, it was kind of about me because we couldn't do, it was, Okay, we went with Riverman. It was too late in the day to do a full gorge trip, upper new trip. I was too young to do the gorge, but it was also too late to do an upper new trip. And so they said, we got this little quickie, this little sampler deal that we do, and it's only like two miles. Uh, It was from, you know, through Fayette Station, which is a big rapid downstream through the basically the last three rapids on the new river gorge and then you get the jump rock and if you got a jump rock yeah it's all it's all over it's all over <laughs> man all you need is a jump rock because that that that's the one thing even on our you know our action pack section four trips that's the one thing that that um you know the kids remember so they, you know, like, yeah, we went rafting here a long time ago, but man, I remember this one thing. It was this big rock we jumped off of. Absolutely. So, but, um, 
Yeah, I think I think uh, you know those those first experiences paddling need to be positive, need to be you know need to be possibly pretty tame, you know. Yeah, um, and, and, and I, I you know I'd run into this like every summer because uh, like my. Uh, yeah, I'll have family come up. Like sometimes it's, you know, my father-in-law wants to go on a little trip or my brother-in-law or my brother comes up and they bring their kids and my cousin brings his kids up. Um, and of course, you know, we want to take them out on a trip. And so, you know, it's always comes to sort of like, all right, for starters, like, you know, I guess what's the age group, you know, I kind of look at that and... And, you know, I've got some gear that I could take them down, you know, but we're always like, you know, yeah, we'll go rent whatever we need to rent or if yeah. we need to hire, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm probably not going to take them on something. Uh, it depends on the, you know, it depends on how old the kids are. Like, you know, if my older nephews came up, we'd probably, you know, we might look at Chattooga or Koei, but most of the time, like I've got the younger kids and I'm thinking, okay, I'm either going to. Either they're going to go in a raft, or if they're a little older, maybe a ducky on the Tuckasegee. But I sort of start out with like, I don't want to scare them off, you know. And yeah. so you want them. My my, I, I would rather leave them like like at the end of the trip, like wishing there were more rapids than yeah, scaring the hell out of them sure. and have them, have them like fall out and swim and have this terrible kind of thing. So yeah. that, that's sort of my approach, which is conservative, but that's. Well, if you're doing it yourself, yeah, you know, yeah. but commercial outfits have, have, you know, age restrictions and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, on the, on the Chatuga, our minimum age is eight. Does that depend on the section or is that just? On section three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. On, on, you know, section three is our beginner to intermediate stretch and our minimum age is eight. Uh, our minimum age on section four is 12 years old. Okay. Granted. You know, I I think I think those ages are a bit low, are a bit young. You know, those minimums are a bit are a bit low, but uh, you know, we we kind of uh, you know, one company has has kind of dictated those age limits over the years and I don't really agree with them, but it's something we run with and you know, because uh, there's always someone trying to get their get their 12 year or their 10 uh, year old on section 4. And it's like it's it's not it's not appropriate. It's not appropriate. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. And you know because they're like man, yeah, he does all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but you know what? That one experience, that one bad experience, is gonna scar that kid psychologically, possibly for life. You know, and and they're either gonna they're most likely going to be turned off. Yeah. To and, it. And, I, and the same goes, you know, I mean, like to keep this conversation, not just about kids, but yeah, you know, well, like a beginner. It, 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 anybody. Yeah. It, it yeah. Yeah. Anybody. anybody. Yeah. So, I mean, and you know, I, I just tend to, I do like to focus on kids because so many people, and, and this goes with, with, with anyone that goes that, you know, you tag along on a rafting trip with, you know, everybody's got, their comfort level and they think everybody should be fine and that's not the case i mean everyone is different and you know and we we say it all the time you know if you guys 
you know, aren't feeling up to this trip. You're feeling, you are pressured to come on it because, you know, you're with a group and, you know, you're not as gung-ho. You know, we, a lot of times we do have an easier option or, you know, the, the, your best bet is if you're not, you know, I mean, everybody's a little apprehensive when they go rafting. Sure. You should be. I mean, you absolutely should be. I I, I tell people I, I like you scared, <laughs> even on the even on the family stretch. I'm like I, I'm I like you scared because it it shows you have a healthy respect for what you're about to get into. Yeah. And they're like, whoa, you know, like, and after my talk, after my safety talk, you know, on a commercial trip, people are like, um. What do we get ourselves into? I'm like, listen, I have to cover all this information so that you know what to do if any of this stuff occurs. Because the reason why we cover it all is because it has occurred on all kinds of rafting trips, easy and, and hard. So, um, but yeah, we get people all the time that, you know, you can just see them just shriveling, sinking into the crowd as... You go further and further into the safety talk, and you're like, yeah, this person is, you know, you can tell they're getting scared. And, you know, usually the kids don't, you know, and, and I definitely, and good, you know, good trip leaders, good raft guides try to mix, you know, impressing upon people the seriousness of what we're doing, but also mix it, mix, you know, humor and fun and laughs with that. Um, but, you know, providing those good first experiences because, you know, there are so many other rivers and it's not just this one experience that you're going to have, hopefully. We hope you come come back and keep having more. You know, and that's something you you totally get into. Um, and that's that's the biggest thing, I think, is is making it fun, you know, making it somewhat challenging you know um but but also not being so you know so so you know hardcore and challenging that you know you're going to run people off and you know i've so i've seen that happen with you know with friends and let me and let me throw one kids. let yeah. me throw one more thing in sorry no the the biggest thing is you know you're you're only as strong as your weakest person, basically. You know, the weakest person in your group. And that, that may be strength, but it may be they're just really scared. They had a bad experience. They can't swim. You know, I've taught people to swim on rafting trips. You know, why anyone even I thinks of going that. rafting, yeah. Yeah. whitewater rafting, even on an easy stretch of river, not know how to swim, is like, but, you know, it's <laughs> like I tell people, like, we're like the Statue of Liberty of, of adventure sports. You know, well, we, we end up taking everybody. And, I mean, I've, I've actually taught people to swim. I'm like, you don't know how to swim? And it's usually, we usually find out about it because they don't want to say anything. Yeah. They're sitting there, they don't want to say anything. Sure. And they keep it to themselves. And then it comes out, and I'm like, okay, get out of the raft. <laughs> Fall out in the water right now and... I want I want I want to show you how to basically swim with yeah. a life with a PFD on. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no. And I'm like, yes. You know, I I, I want you to this is gonna help you feel more comfortable and you're gonna see that this jacket floats you. It takes a lot of the, 
the hard work out of swimming, you know, the floating part. <laughs> and, you know, I've actually taught people how to swim. Like, okay, get on your stomach, point yourself that way, and look where you want to go and, you know, swing your arms and your swim with your arms and your legs. And they're like, wow, you know. So, yeah, I have people taught people to do that. But we get that all the time. Every single day, there's someone that doesn't tell us about serious illness or, you know, pre-existing medical condition or that they can't swim. <laughs> that makes me think, uh, like, years ago, I mean, this has been a long time ago, <laughs> I had a, uh, a ski boat, like a little ski boat, and we would go out on this lake, and this guy that I worked with, we talked him into going with us, uh, it was... <laughs> It was three of us. We got out there, and we're like, "Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna get out here, and we're gonna put you back there, and teach you how to how to get on the knee board at the time." Yeah, you know? yeah. And he was like, "Okay." He's like, well, "I don't know how to swim." And we're <laughs> like, "Well, I mean, you got a PFD on, but yeah, I can't imagine like just jumping out in the lake here and yeah. being dragged behind a boat like yeah. if I couldn't swim." But yeah, anyway. and you just tagged along with us, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, same kind of deal. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. All the time. Every single uh, like just not every day. Yeah, yeah, it happens. But but I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you once a week when I'm guiding full time. Wow. Once a week we get a non swimmer or, you know, like we had a girl the other day that, like um I could I could see she was having a hard time seeing me. And I was like she was like <laughs> needed help walking around. I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, I can't see without my glasses. And I'm like, where are your glasses? Oh, they're back in the, you know, they're they're back there. And I'm like, back where? And she said, back at, you know, back at the school we were staying at, you know, which were, you know, I'm like, you don't have any glasses? And they're like, no, but we could go get them. I'm like, no, we can't. <laughs> you know, and like, if you need them, wear them, you know? Yeah. Stuff like that. It's, 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 it's silly, you know, it's silly what we, sometimes what we get and it's like, Absolutely. you know, and so we test her and I'm like, can you see me, <laughs> you know, 15 feet away from it? Yeah, I can kind of see you. I'm like, can you see him back there? And she's like, who, where? I'm like, right behind me. Yeah. Back to my left, who is that? And they and she knew who it was. She knew the person. Yeah. But she didn't know who it was just by looking over there because wow. she couldn't see that far. And she and that person was thirty feet from her. Yeah. And I'm like, you're gonna need to be able to see that far. Yeah. To do this. you know, I mean, I've taken I've taken deaf people down the river. I've taken non English speaking people down the river. I've taken. You know, uh, I've taken blind people, I've taken paraplegics, I've taken all kinds of people down the river and, you know, we try to accommodate, but there's sometimes it's just like, you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, you're like, man, if something favorite. happens, yeah, it could get bad. You know, it could get real bad. Well, so back on, you know, this, like how to introduce people to yeah. it. I don't Sorry, know. Sorry, it was a, got off on a tangent. Yeah. There. Uh, that's, what, that's what we do. That's what we do. Um, but, so, yeah, like I said, it's not just kids, but, I mean, I've had friends who were totally into, like, boating with us, and at the time, we were doing, like, a lot of ducky paddling, 
had some buddies. They bought some duckies. They we all went through a swift water rescue course together. They were like super happy. We were doing Nantahala and stuff. And then, you know, a friend of mine was like, "Y'all should go on the Okoe." And we had done it, but uh, anyway, we get out there, and it did not go well. They swam a couple of times, and anyway, I hadn't seen them. You know, they basically like sold their boats and got out of it. So and that sucks. It man. does suck because they they just needed. I mean, I think they would have gotten there where they liked it. Uh, like, I mean, I think they would have been fine on the Okoe later, but they just weren't ready for it, and they yeah. kind of got pushed into it and it was a bad experience yeah and the same thing had happened with kids you know you push them too quickly or you want them to do this and and just because I'm passionate about it doesn't mean that my kids are gonna be or that your girlfriend's gonna be or your wife or whoever so I I I try to remember that even though you know I get excited and want everybody to do it but um but I'm always trying to like it's I always try to like take them to something that's slower yeah. Then I would want to go to. Yeah. You know, certainly, you know, and then let them like ease into it. What's you know? fun for you isn't necessarily fun for everybody else. Absolutely. And it's not when I take them, it's not about my experience, you know. So I, Yeah, and it, and it has it has to be not yeah, it's not about you. You know, it's not yeah. about you. And that's you got to remember that you know, those those families that I get all the time, you know, and the 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 dad you know, even the mom wants to take, you know, or say, you know, dad wants to, wants their, their, uh, their 12 year old to be able to go down the Golly River, yeah. you know, and our minimum, I forget what our minimum age is now. Cause they keep, they've, they've kept pushing it down, you know, and it's, it's significant class five, class four or five. And, um, you know, it's not, it's not about whether they can handle it physically, it's about it's about the mental capacity. Uh, can they handle? Yeah. Can they can they be responsible for themselves? Because you have to be. You have to be on on a hard stretch of river. You have to be responsible. No one else can really be responsible for you when you're taking your own swim out there in the river. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And you know, are you gonna are you gonna swim aggressively to the right or to the left? Are you gonna be able to hang on to the rope if we throw your rope? Can you pull yourself in the boat or pull other people in the boat? You know, these are things that we we think about as guides and experienced paddlers think about, but we sometimes don't think about them from the standpoint from the perspective of the person we're taking down the river well, or, and, or that, that we want to yeah. introduce this to. And, and so, you know, there, there's a physical and a mental side of it that, you know, a psychological side of it that, you know, not, not everybody's there on your level. Absolutely. And, and, and my thought is, is a lot of times I'll, I think, uh, like what, it's not like how good of a paddler they are. Let's say you put somebody in a ducky and they're, they're pretty capable. That's fine if everything goes well. Yeah. But if they fall out, what's you know? Then what's going to happen? That's yeah. that's the way I try to think about it. Like if it goes wrong, then what? Yeah. And, well, I, and of course, I've taken people down like the so, Nanahala in a ducky. Yeah. And at the end, they're like, "Well, that was easy." Yeah. And I'm like, "Well, yeah, because yeah, yeah, it all went right." <laughs> you know. Yeah. But if you fell out in the falls, yeah, or just ahead of that, smoke and mirrors. You yeah. Know, people yeah. only see the 
they they only see the fun side of things and when things are they some people can't see that you know the what ifs yeah and there's so many what ifs out there that that outweigh the the fun you know the what's and the funs you know that uh, a lot of people don't get that well I think you know that is something to think about but so you know kind of uh, one of the things that we we were we were going to discuss a little bit is like what type of boat you might put somebody in, you know, to get them started. And, you know, it's because you got like, you know, got a lot of options. So one would be to, to take them on a commercial uh, raft. Yeah. I think, I think commercial trip is the way to go more so than like a, a rental situation. Yeah. Um, you know, show them a good time, take them on a, you know, if they're, if they're at a certain age that they can, you know, within like commercial limits, that they can do a that they can do that guided trip on like say section three of the Chattooga, which has a you know a couple big rapids on it, so and several you know fun smaller rapids. We we don't have a jump rock really. I I don't I don't like jumping people off a of bull sluice. Um, yeah, yeah. But we we swim them through a surfing rapid. We'll we'll get them out in in the rap above the rapid and let them swim through surfing rapid. People love that, you know. And you get to see some beautiful scenery. You get to have a good time, guide in every boat. Lots yeah. of safety. Lots of lots of people there, um, you know. And and uh, you know the where where the smaller rivers make their money is in rental rental rafts, rental yeah. duckies, and that and that's great if. If someone has uh, already experienced like the the guided trip, I think, and they're like, "Yeah, we want to yeah. kind of go at our own pace." Okay, well, yeah, the Nantahala or the Tuckasegee yeah. are great places to do it. And I even think, like, you know, not for somebody who doesn't know anything about it, but let's say you're a pretty capable whitewater paddler, like you know, and you've got a family, and now you want to like introduce them, you know, to start with. You know, just go tubing when they're little kids. You know, take them tubing, get them, get them splashing around in some water. You know, bang, you know, banging down a creek or something if you can do that. Um, in our area, there's a lot of places you can do that. You know, I mean, just to, some of these places we just named, like Tacoa. You can do the Chattahoochee. I mean, there 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 are still <laughs> I mean, risks. People need to understand there are still risks, even in a highly commercialized tubing run absolutely absolutely uh, but like, i'm just saying like the like, chattahoochee and helen yeah they've they've actually had a, a couple I, of deaths from head injuries i believe it you but, know from because it's so shallow and rocky and you run it you run a rapid in a tube yeah and you flip backwards out of it and yeah. you know it's it's there you know so i mean people need to understand there there's risks to everything out yeah. there but there's you are know, they manageable risks yeah, yeah yeah so I mean I think you know that's the mm-hmm. thing where it's like even though I had some paddling experience you know I'm going to be right there with them doing that kind of thing yeah but but you know just get them to having some fun basically and associate fun with water and a river or a creek and then you I, know, I maybe, think building maybe, good habits too um, you know with kids wear your PFT Absolutely. Anywhere, anytime you're near the water, wear your PFD. And as a parent, you should be wearing a PFD also. Absolutely. So it just builds good I, builds good habits. The other day on Tuckasegee, we're out there paddling, and you know these folks float through a couple of like, like second drop or second hole or whatever. 
And they had their life jackets or their PFDs like sitting in a in their lap or attached to their tube, and they flipped over and you know panicked and and of course they should have panicked. They shouldn't have been floating through there without a PFD. But, yep. You know that's what they they didn't want a tan line or something. So I hate I hate I hate it when I see that. <laughs> that's why I, I hate being around. I hate so being I, around the family the the easy yeah. rivers because of all the all the stuff you see. I went into dad lifeguard mode and started screaming at them. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, even though they didn't have to do what I said, they, yeah. they did. They, they yanked their jackets yeah. and they put that Shame, stuff on. Shamed them. Yeah. They should. Yeah. But, uh, but I know. just, I just saw, uh, the other day and I mentioned, you know, I yeah, mentioned this right. when we were talking, um, I just saw someone post some photos of their, after they got off of, um, you know, this river that, uh, this, you know, fairly mild, uh, the water level is at. It's a fairly mild river that a lot of people uh, paddle in recreational kayaks. And two, um, a couple, a younger couple, was uh, they were launching their recreational kayaks. And I think one had a dog in with them, and the other had their toddler, you know, the, the like an infant, basically. Was, had a PFD on, but... <laughs> You know, <laughs> it's just... That's a good way to that's score just, them. From, that's just yeah. one of those situations where it may be good for you, but it's it's not good for the, the weakest person in your group, which is a toddler, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've taken... So I do, I do uh, guided paddleboard SUP tours, you know, on uh, all the area lakes. And I'll, you know, I tell folks... You know, what's a, you know, they asked me, what's the youngest you'll take? And I said, well, first of all is, you know, uh, you have a very young child. Are they comfortable in the water? You know, and do you have a PFD for said child? Um, I do carry a couple of infant jackets. I have a couple of infant jackets and then I have youth jackets, but I don't have a ton of them. So, you know, and... You know, I don't want someone to just totally be worried about their child all the time when yeah. they need to be like, hey, like, we do need to paddle across to here. You yeah. know, this isn't just a swimming trip. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to stop and swim occasionally. But, you know, and then also, I don't want them to be worried about the child sitting on their board. So I'm like, hey, tell you what, how about the kids ride with me? You know, I can I can get two, two of your young kids on my board and I'll take care of them and show them a good time and, and we'll just cut up and talk about fairies or princesses <laughs> or, you know, toadstools or frogs or whatever, or, you know, what, what animals we see and, you know, just stay with us, stay around us. But, you know, you adults kind of go do your own thing, but just, you know, keep us an eye, you know, eye shot and, you know, kind of paddle with us. But, you know, y'all go have your own conversations and whatnot. And, uh, but yeah, I have people like, no, I want, I want my child to like this. And like, you don't, that's not how it works. You can't like beat this into them. Yeah. You know, you have to let, let it, let them come to it. Yeah. And, and coax it, you know, kind of coax them along a little bit occasionally, depending on the child. I mean, I took to it like, you know, like fly on shit. So, uh, (laughs) I loved it. 
you know, I'm like, yeah, this is this is it for me when I was a little kid. But certain, you know, not all kids are like that. Well, we've tried to, I mean, and, and you know, I mean, I definitely see kids out there that are my, the ages of my children that are running, that are like pros. I mean, they're way better than I could ever be. And, you know, that's just not, wasn't really my goal. I just wanted my kids to like it and to get out there some. And so we sort of started by, you know, like I said, we, you know, we did some tubing early on. I bought them some little Walmart sit on tops and we went out to the lake and then we went down like the Chesity in those sit on tops, you know, it's like a real slow river over Dahlonega, like class one. Yeah. And, uh, and they loved that, you know, we did that like a whole, like for like two years, like, more or so, yeah. you know, and then, and then slowly, like maybe the, you know, basically these sort of rivers that you could tube on. We were doing those little sit on tops and uh, a slow progression yeah, is, is yeah. the key. And, and they enjoyed it. And they and, and mixed in there, a buddy of mine had a raft and we put the whole family in, you know. And now at this point, they were probably uh, eight years old and went down to Nantahala, you know, and they didn't run the falls. Yeah. But the, anyway, so they loved it, you know. The, and, yeah. And, and uh, and since then, you know, we've gotten them. You know, my daughter she likes to paddle a ducky on on like the Hiawassee or the Tuckasegee, and she likes to go on a raft down in Nantahala, and that's that's just where she is. And you know, like I said, my son's gotten a little more uh, interested in it. So so far, so good. And so I think, it sounds like y'all need to come on a section four trip with me. I we do, we do. Yeah. We need to get we need to get. Get it, get out there, and I did. I have taken Huck down the Ocoee, like we R two'd it um, last summer, and so we'll do that again. And that was, I mean, I got you know on that trip. By the way, like I, I was concerned, like what if he falls out? That was my big concern, uh, you know. So we we had some other safety boaters that that went down with us, and they, you know that, the whole plan was like, hey, I think we're totally fine, but. Yeah, if it goes wrong, like I want some folks around, and it went yeah. great. But anyway, uh, you know the whole idea is like pick the right boat, you know, pick yeah, the right I mean, river. You know, you're you're not gonna Don't know. You're go not gonna fast. know. Like with you guys, I mean, y'all, have, you, you guys have been through all the boats. But it was a long. Like this is like a seven year process. Yeah. <laughs> you know? well, it wasn't, well, it wasn't like there's one nothing wrong week. with that. Yeah, uh, that's not that's not the wrong thing. Um, you know, whereas, you know, I, I know, yeah, I mean, I, I look at, um, a friend of mine's son, uh, Jer- Jeremy Nash, uh, my buddy Clay's son. And I mean, he, his mom used to bring him, you know, he, he was, he was at the point where he could, you know, he could paddle, he was paddling section four, um, at what, like 14, um, yeah. You know, it's huge. And and he would, his mom would, you know, during the summer, his mom would bring him over to Southeastern Expeditions and he would throw his boat on the bus with us <laughs> and would paddle along with our trip. And I've seen him progress from paddling section four to when he first started like running the five falls, you know, pretty confidently and everything. And now he's like, <laughs> he's 16 years old and like, I mean, hucking huge waterfalls, and like he's moving, he's moving to Hood River, Oregon. This he moved to Hood River, Oregon, 
this year to be able to paddle. He's already got a job wow. out there. He's already got a place to live. He already he he's already he's he knows like that's where some of these kids have gone. It's crazy. Like he's already laid out his whole summer plan. He's got a job. He's got a place to live. He's 16 years old. He's he's already he's enrolling in school out there. He's gonna finish high school out there so that he can paddle all this time. You know, they, and they have they have they have family friends that yeah. live out there. So you know, and, and his parents are are awesome. But I'm like, really? Yeah, that's <laughs> a whole know, other that's crazy. a whole other level. Of but that. I just watched um, I just watched uh, Kirk Kirk uh, Edelman's yeah. son. Uh, Run Sockham Dog for the his first time the other yeah. day, twelve years old, and he, and he Huck has been in paddle school with him, yeah. And you know, and granted, he walked Jawbone. He yeah, he walked the majority of Jawbone. He paddled into the parking lot, Eddie pulled up and on shore, and walked around the undercut part yeah. of the rapid. You know that we were all running commercially, and then you know I was like, wait a minute, I think I know who that is, yeah. and. And then, and it came to me below Sockham Dog, and he came off and ran Sockham Dog a couple times and got to run Sockham Dog his first time wow. and paddles up. And like, I'm like, well, what'd you think? He's like, this is my new favorite river, you know? <laughs> and this and this kid is growing up paddling. And, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and his dad is an awesome kayaker. But that was just so awesome to witness, like, the first his first run off of Sockham Dog and running, just boofing the launch pad and at a, at a yeah, medium water level when we're, you know, we're, we were running it and just cool to watch, you know, and I love seeing that. And, and, and no, nothing, yeah, nothing engages lunch. kids more, their minds, their bodies, nothing engages, engages them more, and what they're doing than, than paddling, the whitewater paddling. I mean, they're they're solving problems. They're 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 being active, and, and they're getting away from a screen. They're getting away from <laughs> screens, and I mean, it's just awesome to see, man. And I've seen I've seen a lot of kids come up, you know, from from really young ages, and you know, sometimes they stick with it, sometimes they don't. They just get other interests, but. It's just a it's just a great lifestyle to to kind of bring kids up around. I think. I do too. I mean, I've, I've watched all the kids over around the Chattooga grow up. I mean, from babies, you know, one of them was a a baby in his mom's belly, and she was kayaking. You know, had skirts made, a spray skirt made especially for her, <laughs> so she could still go and work and take photos on Section Four trips. Until she was seven and a half months pregnant, I mean, still running, running awesome whitewater, you know. And now all those kids paddle, and they're they're awesome, you know. Another friend, two two friends of mine, their family, they brought their family up with you know rafting, but also lake paddling, yeah, canoes. Um, if they're off and one of them's working on the river, the other one's taking the kids on the water in some way, either going hiking, swimming. I mean, it's it's got to be a. I think it's got to be a holistic type of you know, outlook on things. Like just get them outside. Yeah. Get them playing in the water. Yeah. Get them respectful of water. Make them respectful of water. You know, and not show them how to. Uh, yeah, you know, just don't let them take it for granted, and um, 
make them respect the river and you know what it can do and uh yeah there's there's easy ways to do it and and uh i mean there's uh that that some some of these guys that i've watched grow up are just just amazes me what what the just well-rounded people all of them are over especially over at chatuga holy cow they're they're all i mean these kids are awesome yeah and you know and again like even with just just friends and people that you want to introduce to it, um, I'm certainly no expert on any of this, but I've taken a lot of friends out, like for like a first trip. And you know, to me, the the like I said, the things I always think about are what kind of boat am I going to put them in, and what river are we going to go down. So if if they're a little concerned, then I'm putting them in a raft and we're just going down something like the Nantahala. And if they, if they want to do their own thing, then I might put them in a ducky and go down the Tuckasegee, you know, and, and then if they like that, then fine, let's, let's take it up a notch. But, you know, I want to, you know, my, my, my goal is like to leave them wanting more and not, not like, yeah, not that I survived it and I'm never going back, you know? So I think that's, and I think that goes for like adults that you want to go with you, you know, your wife, your girlfriend, <laughs> your your buddy, or your kids. You know, I yeah. think it all sort of is the same. Well, and, and it goes back to uh, I think we we talked about in the last podcast. You know, um, you know, preferably if you got a significant other or. You know, maybe, maybe you got a really close friend and, you know, just because y'all are close friends doesn't mean you're going to be able to kind of separate that and teach them how to paddle. Yeah. Um, in fact, you may be too involved. That's right. That's right. In that relationship to be able to effectively teach them and, you know, have, have them have them get some lessons from and, you know, a from a, a kayak school from, and, and I don't mean a clinic. I, you know, I don't mean like, like, you know, weekend type of clinic, go and get three or three or four lessons from an instructor who's going to be able to focus on just them. Yeah. And that's, that's the way to do it. That, I mean, hands down, yeah. you know, yeah, so. if they're, if they're really interested. Yeah. yeah. And then, Absolutely. and then, and then they can, you know, go to, uh, join a club after once they've, they've learned a good foundation. Sure. Um, so. All right, man. Well, that's, that was our topic there. So what, uh, before we sign off, we didn't talk about like what beer we're yeah. uh, drinking uh, we're, tonight. The Terrapin, uh, used to be the high five. Now it's the up high. I noticed up, that up tonight. High IPA used to be the High Five IPA. Terrapin Beer Company from Athens, Georgia. Yes, sir. Um, all right, pretty good. And um, uh, so, uh, last couple things. Um, yeah, um, events. Not a whole lot. Um, not a whole lot coming just up. Get out there, go tubing, people. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, Rocky Mountain Rouse doesn't make tubes. They make a nice <laughs> tube. Uh, we've got this one though. That <laughs> is pretty cool. Um, it's it's called the uh, the River Lounger, and it's a diminishing tube inner, inner tube. So 
one side is smaller than the other side, so you sit at a really comfortable nice. like angle. So you're like your knees and your feet aren't up by your you know as high as your head is. But uh, I think you need this old fashioned inner tube, inner tube that has a a dangerous metal valve <laughs> sticking out. Oh yeah, those are gonna, great. And what my memory of inner tubes as a kid was just. Totally having raw nipples. <laughs> yeah, oh, from 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 laying on your stomach. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh. that that and uh, my my earliest tubing experience experiences were on the Itchituckney River down in North Florida, and yeah, snakes dropping out <laughs> of the trees. You know, sometimes water moccasins. Uh, snakes dropping out of the trees. Gotta be tough. And uh, tube. otters, tube. otters swimming up underneath you and biting your ass. And oh. the, the otters were mean, man, and they would swim up underneath, and they knew they could get at you under there, and you couldn't get at them. So, wow. but yeah, events coming up. Back to all all serious stuff. Uh, the R one S one clinic coming up. Uh, got a, June, this we got a crew. We got a crew. We, we got a crew. There may be one spot Dirty dozen left open or so. Yeah, maybe a baker's dozen. Ba- baker's dozen, dirty dozen. Uh, Which is appropriate yeah. for our twelfth podcast. We're holding that at the uh, <laughs> uh, at the Nolichucky River. Parts unknown. USA raft on the Nolichucky <laughs> River um, this weekend, and then uh, what's this? The Upper French Broad River Fest. I don't know. I saw it online, so I put it on here. Huh, June, June 22nd. 22nd. Not sure what that means, but Upper French Broad River Fest. I saw it as an event on Facebook. So, so And then another one in Asheville. Anything That Floats Parade. That sounds like fun. Is that the same event? Because it's like... Mm, it's about oh, the same no. weekend. Or... Oh, no, no. One's June 22nd. That's the upper July twentieth, yeah. Yeah, July twentieth is anything that floats parade. I've Sounds heard. like a lot of potential trash. Yeah. Well, I've, I've got a buddy that that's participated in that. He said it was fun. He said you can go camp down there and you know, people float by on all these crazy things that they build. So that could be fun. July twentieth, anything that floats on the French broad. Huh. But uh that's about it, man. So yeah. we'll uh we should have a big time on Nola Chucky. Oh yeah. And we will have uh, a we'll, we'll, we'll recap we'll recap that We're um, tubing to Nola Chucky. Next week or or maybe in two weeks after we we recover from it. So <laughs> or I recover. That's right. <laughs> uh thank y'all for listening and um send us an email, waterboundpodcast at gmail dot com. And join our Facebook uh, page or follow us or whatever on Facebook with yeah, the like Waterbound that. Podcast. Like that shit. That's right. <laughs> All right, folks. We'll see you out there. All right. See you downstream, guys. Waterbound.